Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to leave overwhelm behind and step into a life of peaceful productivity. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host and productivity expert, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the show. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, I want to share a little goal of mine with you because you can help me make this goal happen. So we launched this podcast in October of last year, which honestly, y'all, I truly cannot believe we are creeping up on a year of this thing. It honestly feels like I just started it, probably because I still feel like I'm figuring out my podcast bearings. But the goal, I think it would be so cool to hit 500 reviews views on iTunes or I think they call it Apple Podcasts. You know that little purple podcast app on the iPhones? Whatever that is called, I think it would be so amazing to hit 500 reviews by the first birthday of the podcast. Last time I checked, we were at 410. So you guys, it is totally possible for us to get 90 more by mid-October because that's when the podcast launched. If you've ever listened to the show and it's helped you out in any way, would you please take a few minutes to head on over and leave it a review? If you're on the little purple Apple podcast app, that's what we're going to call it. Just go to the show's homepage in the app and scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see a little tap to rate area with the stars. But the main thing that I'm stoked for is the write a review space. I am totally believing that this squad will rally around me and help the reviews hit 500 by mid-October. So I love you guys and I'm so thankful for your support and to thank you. I thought it would be cool to read a review each week at the start of the show until we hit our 500 goal to honor you taking the time to leave a review. So I'm going to read you guys a little weekly review highlight. So this one is from Guitar Strummer 15 is the username and the title of her review or his review, I'm not sure, is my absolute fave podcast. And then the actual review says, Jess is so authentic and down to earth. Since starting to listen to her podcast, I have been able to actually define my goals and start to pursue them. Okay, pause. This is actually the reason that I have this podcast. So this is music to my ears. Unpause. She's also helped me to find a morning routine that has legit changed my life. She truly cares about her followers, which is so rare. Her episodes are short, sweet, and to the point, but still full of such helpful info. Give this podcast a listen. Guitar Strummer 15, this is one of my favorite reviews. It like It's such a good reminder of why I show up and do this work. So thank you for taking the time to leave that. You are a gem of a human. I seriously don't take it for granted that y'all listen to this show. I know that I tell you almost every week, but I am so, so grateful. Okay, now let's get into today's topic. We're sticking with the goal theme from two episodes ago, and that episode was called How to Actually Achieve Your Goals, but we're taking a different route this week. And today I want to talk about four reasons why your goals are not happening. I'm sure that you guys have gathered that I talk to a lot of people 
about their dreams and their goals. It's kind of a major part of my job, right? Honestly, I hear a lot of the same struggles repeated just in different circumstances. And what I mean by that is a lot of the struggles kind of point back to the same roots. So before we go any farther, I want to talk about the difference between a reason and an excuse, because I think it's important to kind of set the stage for uh, moving forward in this episode. So let's define an excuse. Thanks to dictionary.com, shout out because I use that website all the time, we can define an excuse as a reason or explanation put forward to defend or justify a fault or offense. So an excuse is a type of reason is what I get from that. And now dictionary.com tells us that a reason is a cause, explanation, or justification for an action or event. So the difference here, an excuse is used when we're defending Defending a fault or an offense, and a reason is used when we're explaining an action or an event. So there's no mention of defense in there, right? So why, why does this matter? Why are we talking about this? Because I can't tell you if why your goals aren't happening are reasons or excuses. Only you know that. And I think it's important to identify which one is kind of applicable to your situation, okay? I don't want you to spend the whole time listening to this episode thinking that I'm pointing a finger at you. Like I said, it's your call whether these things that we're going to talk about are reasons why your goals aren't happening or excuses why they're not happening. I encourage you though, either way, to stop pouring fuel on your excuses by living in that victim mentality and instead own your excuses so you can understand why they are there and figure out a plan so you can actually do something to change them, okay? Basically, what I'm trying to say is your goals may not be happening because you're clinging to your excuses instead of working toward your goals. So what I'm going to do here is share four common struggles that I hear people offer up as to why their goals aren't happening. But you should know better. I'm not going to leave you hanging there. I'm going to propose a first step that you can take for each one so that struggle doesn't keep holding you back. Sound good? Okay, so the first struggle that I hear from people why their goals are not happening is I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Okay, I'm going to be blunt here with this one. I just can't accept it because listen, when I started Hustle Sanely, I was working three other jobs and I was in graduate school and y'all hear this all the time, but we are all busy. Every single person is busy in their own way. We choose what goes on our schedule. We allow our to-do list to become this out of control thing. You can't blame that on anyone else because you are grown and you can say no to things. I tell y'all this often, but saying yes to one thing is saying no to another. You have time. You've just got to be a better steward of your time. That There's a big difference there between not having it and just not being a good steward of it. You can do that in one of two ways. You can become a better steward of your time by doing less, and you can do that by decluttering your schedule, which looks like deleting things or delegating them, aka asking for help, or you can become more efficient so what you're doing doesn't take as much time, aka you can stop spending three hours on a task that you can actually finish in two hours. You are an adult, so you need to practice practice, which means you have to keep trying even if you don't feel like you've got it right the first time. You have to practice being a better manager of your priorities because our priorities are a direct reflection of how we spend our time. 
So if you're struggling with feeling like you don't have enough time, here is the first step that you can take to kind of get over that. Take one thing off of your schedule for a month. Yep, just one thing for one month. Maybe it's watching TV after work, or maybe it's going to Target without a true purpose. This is something I am working on. Or maybe it's scrolling Instagram between the hours of 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Now, what you do with those newfound time gaps is up to you, but this is good practice for learning that you are the one who allows things to make their way onto your schedule. Okay, the second struggle that I hear from people why their goals are not happening is I don't know how to do X. Now, the X here is like fill in the blank style. So whatever you're saying you don't know how to do, that's what the X is, okay? Have you heard of this thing called Google? It's a free website with, I don't know, probably like millions of resources that you can access by typing something in a search bar pretty crazy, right? This may have been a more valid reason to not do something before the internet, not knowing how, but girl, we have the means to hop on Google and figure out how to do stuff these days. Especially if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to the internet. I feel like this goes without saying, but when we are Googling things, I do want to give this little disclaimer. We have to use discernment and filter out the garbage that is present on the internet, but we still have the opportunity to find a lot of good, solid, and free resources if we search wisely. I mean, I learned how to do everything I do for Hustle Sanely because of Google and YouTube. I learned how to make digital products, how to start a podcast, how to start a paper planner business. Like I am a self-proclaimed master Googler. And here's another real life example of something that I used to make an excuse about because I said I don't know how to do it. And that's reading my Bible. Y'all know if you follow me on Instagram that I'm a follower of Jesus, but I used to dread reading the Bible because I constantly told myself, I don't know how to read the Bible. It's too hard and it's too confusing. So I just wouldn't even pick it up. I wouldn't try to read it. I would literally sit there and tell myself that the Bible is too hard to read without even trying to read it, you guys. That doesn't even make sense. One day it just hit me and I'm going to go ahead and credit that to lots of prayer and the Holy Spirit, but it just hit me that I wasn't even trying to read my Bible. And of course, it's going to be hard to understand something that we aren't even looking at or not even reading. We're not even opening it up, right? So now I choose to prayerfully read my Bible every day and I'm blown away by how not as complicated it is as I thought it would be. And guess what? If I do have a question or I want to dig a little bit deeper into a certain scripture, I can, drumroll, Google it or I can grab a commentary or something. There are resources that I can use to help me figure it out. Okay, so you might not know how to do something, but you can surely figure it out. So your first step that I want you to take, if this is what you're struggling with, Figure out the biggest roadblock when it comes to not knowing what you're trying to pursue and get specific. What don't you know about what you're trying to accomplish? Now I want you to go to Google and type that in the search bar. That is your first step. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. 
Did you know there's actually a way for you to give back to the show? If you become a Hustle Sanely BFF on Patreon, you get access to a planning page every month that you can't find in my shop. Not only that, but you also get an exclusive monthly podcast episode all about what books I'm reading and my takeaways. So kind of like a virtual book club. I got to take special care of my Hustle Sanely BFFs, you know? If you want in on that monthly bonus episode and the planning page, head on over to jessicamassey.com slash hustlesanelybff to sign up. All right, let's get back into the show. Moving on to the third struggle that I hear from people as to why their goals aren't happening, I don't have enough energy. Now, this one can go a lot of different ways, and I want to give you a little background. I used to work as a certified personal trainer. I was certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, or NASM, and I worked one-on-one with clients to help them achieve their health and fitness goals. If they showed up to a session, whether it was at 6 a.m. or 6 p.m., and they were just exhausted to their core, we would sit down and do a little bit of detective work is what we called it to try to determine why they were so exhausted. So I'm going to ask you some of the questions that I used to ask my clients who claimed that they didn't have enough energy to work toward their health and fitness goals, okay? They're super easy questions. They're yes or no. So let's jump into them. Number one, are you getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night? Are you drinking enough water? Now, a little heads up here. We all need varying amounts of water depending on how much energy we use each day, our size, where we live, all that kind of good stuff. So if you don't know how much water you need, I recommend chatting with your doctor. But I did find online, because I Googled it, that for men, the Institute of Medicine recommends a total of 13 cups of water each day. And for women, they suggest nine cups of water each day. And then it goes on to say pregnant women should drink about 10 cups of water a day and those who are breastfeeding need about 12 cups, okay? So again, question one, are you getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night? Question two, are you drinking enough water? Question three, are you fueling your body with nutritious food? Question number four, are you diversely exercising? And what I mean by diverse is cardio, strength training, and stretching. Are you doing a combination of those types of exercises four to five days per week? Question number five, are you making it a priority to fill yourself mentally and spiritually every day? Question six, and the last question, are you leaving enough time in your schedule to decompress between tasks and to wind down at the end of the day? Now, if you answer yes to every single one of these questions and you're still struggling with energy, I recommend going to talk to a medical professional because it might be a bigger problem than you realize. But if you answered no to any of them, then I would start making changes there because our energy level depends on all of those factors, okay? And a little disclaimer, you need to know the difference between being unmotivated and being exhausted because those are not the same thing. I saw this quote by somebody named Mike Milner. Now listen, y'all, I don't know who this guy is, so if he's not a good person. Don't come at me. But I just saw someone repost this quote by him on Instagram stories and it's very applicable here. So I wanted to share it with you, but I didn't want to take credit for it because it's not mine, you know? 
Okay, so this little quote is like a dialogue between two people. And the first person says, I want this thing, but I'm just not motivated. What should I do? The response, same thing you do when you want a paycheck, but you aren't motivated to go to work. You get to work anyway. Motivation is never required. Action breeds motivation. Okay, so your first step, if you're struggling with feeling like you don't have enough energy to go after your goals, is choose one of the above areas from the list that we just went over to improve in and stick to those improvements for one month and then reassess your energy levels. And that brings us to struggle number four that I hear from people as to why their goals are not happening, and it is I don't have enough money. Now, This is valid. You actually might not have the funds to do something that you need to do in order to reach your big goal. And I want to make it very clear that I believe that we are called to be good stewards with our finances. I know some um, coaches, I guess is what you would call them, they tell you to invest your last dollar into their program so that you can get the knowledge you need to break past limiting beliefs and la-di-da, That's not me, okay? That's not what I preach. That's not what I encourage my, you know, community online to do. If it comes down to your last dollar and you're trying to feed your kid or buy a program on the internet, I say feed your kid, okay? So I just wanted to be very upfront that I, that's what I believe when it comes to money, okay? And I'm also a believer that money is a tool and a resource, but it does not define our worth as people, okay? I do not worship money. Um, I worship Jesus Christ and that is it. So So that is kind of, I just want to put that out there. Those are my feelings and thoughts about money. Now, I just finished reading Dream Big by Bob Goff. And on page 111, he says, if it doesn't seem like you can afford your ambition, get on Craigslist and start buying it a piece at a time. I love that. He goes on to tell a story about how he wanted to start an airline, but he couldn't afford a plane. And I guess you have to have the plane to start an airline. I don't know. That's what he says in the book. So he started building his plane one piece at a time, piece by piece. He was building this airplane. Now it took longer, but eventually he had that airplane that he needed. So you might have to start scrappy and that's not a bad thing because you're still starting. And Hustle Sanely is a great example, you guys. I have wanted to create a paper planner since I was a little girl, but it's a financial investment to bulk order a product like a planner, okay? When I first started Hustle Sanely, it was not in our budget for us to do a paper planner two years years ago. But I did have a laptop and Microsoft PowerPoint. So I figured out how to make digital planners because there was way less overhead involved. I did that for a year and a half. And now we have the funds from the digital planners to fund the production of a Hustle Sanely paper planner. Like how cool is that? What do you already have and how can you use it to take a step toward your big dream? You might also consider thinking of how you can use your current skills to create an income to support the goal you're trying to fund. So maybe you can babysit or clean houses or you can be a shipped shopper, S-H-I-P-T. That's the company I use for our grocery delivery. You can do something that isn't necessarily your dream or your goal to help fund your dream or your goal. Does that make sense? So your first step, if this is your struggle, I don't have the money to 
do it, look just below your big dream and determine a stepping stone that you can stand on right now, okay? Listen, if you want something to be different, you've got to do something different. It sounds so simple. And honestly, guys, it is. We make making changes so much more difficult than it needs to be. Decide what you're going to change and then change it. Do it. It doesn't have to be a huge leap. It can be a slight pivot at a time. But don't stand where you are complaining that you're not where you want to be if you're not doing anything to make a move. All right, babes, that's it for today's show. Don't forget to leave a review if you haven't already to help us hit that 500 goal by our first podcast birthday. Also, I feel like we need to have a virtual podcast birthday party or something. I will totally report back with details on that and I will talk to you guys so soon. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.